Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you know what today is? Well, it is late on a Sunday. It's a happy Mother's Day Sunday. Happy Mother's Day, everybody, yeah. 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 That's uh, that's partly why we're running late today. But we can't make excuses. Mostly we just suck. We can make excuses. We just did. True. So it's not a matter of, you know, ability. It's Mm -hmm. just a matter of should we or shouldn't we. And we suck. We fell behind. (laughs) So here we go. All right. Let's go. Do you know what? Do you know what? Oh, yeah. What are we going over today? Um, today is Sacrilegious Book Club. Right, that. Yeah, 
Ah, and we are going over a treasury of Jewish folklore, which is stories, traditions, legends, humor, wisdom, and folk songs of the Jewish people. And this book is edited by Nathan Osubel. Um, we did part one, Jewish Salt, and now we are knee deep in part two, Heroes. Yeah. Chapter one covered wise men. Chapter two covered holy men. And chapter three is where we are at. Um, we are learning about miracles, and last time we covered Kabbalist mystics and wonder workers, and today we are learning about Messiah stories. Okay. And that introduction um, starts on page 205. All right. If you are following along. You ready to go ahead and jump into this then? I am so ready. All right, let's get to it. Okie dokie. <laughs> Okay, so Messiah stories on page 205. Yeah. Um, I am always surprised when I hear that um, Jewish people are still waiting for the Messiah to come. I, I don't know why, but that is always like news to me. Yeah. Because, um, you know... Christians, their Messiah has already come, mm-hmm. and so. But like, that's like the whole point. Right? No, I know I mean, that's like that's, the difference <laughs> between the two, right? I know, but okay, I understood that Jewish people do not believe that Christ is the Messiah. Right. I never went the next step, which is that they are still waiting for a Messiah to come. Ah. I didn't really understand that until we started getting into this stuff. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. It just. I, I didn't know enough about Jewish anything ever. Right. To, no, I get it. To have that concept. So um, reading this particular intro was kind of instructive for me because I didn't really understand what it was all about. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So the introduction to this starts out, I'm just going to read a few excerpts from it, and that's what I typically do. Yeah. Okay. There is no agreement in Jewish tradition as to when and where the Messiah will come. Obviously, because if they knew, you know, they would would tell you. They have like a countdown. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there are several different beliefs. Um, One is that, you know, after evil has been unleashed upon the world, then he'll come. And um, then there's all these other silly stories that have to do with certain rabbis conducting certain acts. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's all kinds of different when he when he'll be here. How evil does it have to be exactly? All the evil. All the evil. All the evil. So Adolf Hitler didn't count? No, there were still good people in the world. Oh, okay. All right. When I say all the evil, it's 100% evil. Oh, okay. And then he will come. Got yeah. it. I personally think... So who's, who's think, he going to be preaching to? All right. the evil people? I personally think that that makes him a little late. Right. Yeah, he missed the boat, man. So to but, speak. But I'm, I'm not Jewish. Maybe they understand this better than I do. I mean, you know, I, I don't it's get their it. religion, so probably. Yeah. R- right, exactly. <laughs> okay, the longing for the Messiah's coming was the golden dream of the Jewish people throughout the ages. The greater its suffering, the more unendurable its persecution. The more compelling became its escape drive to the mysticism of the Kabbalah, which we talked about during our last book club episode. Yeah. Um, where it could not cope with the problems of life by ordinary means, its desperation led it to reach out to the supernatural like daydreaming children. 
And again, that just harkens back to the Kabbalah stuff, the mysticism and all that from last week. Right. Or the week before last. Whenever we last did a book club. Right, yeah. By invoking the magical yet ever-elusive power supposed to reside in the hidden wisdom of the Kabbalah, they hope to bring an end to their exile and to their suffering. They, they failed. That didn't happen. Right. Yet. Yeah. To hasten the coming of the Messiah and the redemption of Israel became, therefore, the single-minded objection, objective. objective, sorry, of the Kabbalists. Okay. And so there's this legend about Joseph de la Reina, and that's the story that we're going to read about today. Okay. Um, this section was as long as the other sections that I've read. Yet the other sections typically had 10 to 12 short stories, whereas this one only had three, the majority of which is this legend of Joseph de la Reina. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And um, so the story that we are going to read from, I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm going to read excerpts from it. This is a really long, these are really, really long stories. No, this particular one is the majority of oh, this okay, section. Oh, okay, okay. Got it. So. Yeah. I'm just going to, like, read pertinent bits and kind of summarize in between. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, So this story is called Joseph de la Reina Storms Heaven, and it starts on page 206. Okay. Okay. Yep. Seeing that there were in Jerusalem so many pious men who sought God and loved truth, Rabbi Joseph de la Reina came to a firm decision. It is high time to force the coming of the Messiah. (laughs) That seems a little presumptive, but okay. Right, yeah. He knew full well that it would not be an easy thing to accomplish. Nonetheless, he remained hopeful that where others had failed, he would succeed. So he's got these five disciples and he kind of talks them into um, taking on this task with him. Yeah. And um, so he forces them to, not forces them, they agree. Mm -hmm. Um, But he tells them that they all need to do this fasting and this cleansing in order to, you know, be holier. Okay, yeah. So once as they sat studying the Kabbalah with deep inner rapture, Rabbi Joseph paused and said to the five disciples, Know that I have given much thought about you and have gone through great inner searching about myself. The Lord has blessed us with wisdom and knowledge. We have acquired a greater mastery of the Kabbalah than than have all those who have come before us. To us have been revealed all the innermost secrets of the Torah. By its power, we are capable of performing the greatest wonders. Mm. For these reasons, I have come to the conclusion that it is our duty to use these exceptional powers for great ends. We are able to accomplish something that will be sure to create a tremendous stir on hev- on earth and in heaven. I got Is this like a magic book for religious people? It is. Okay. Yeah, remember? Yeah, no, I kind of remember, but I'm like, they have great power? Like, what is... like? They, they have magic spells, almost. They're incantations. They're um, ineffable words. Okay. Um, they also involve numerology, diagrams, all kinds of just silly magical nonsense, really. Okay. All right. My beloved sons, he continued, it is our sacred duty to drive all, he said duty, to drive (laughs) all evil from the world, to hasten the coming of the Messiah, to redeem the Jewish people and to bring back the holy Shekinah, Shekinah, from its long exile. Okay. I I think he's basically just saying, you know, we got to bring that Holy Spirit back. Right. We got to bring the good. 
Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Don't think I have arrived at my decision lightly. I've concerned myself with this matter for a long time and have drawn up my plans in detail. Mm, and he okay. did too. Yeah. Okay? I mean, that's probably why this he's, is so long. Huh? Yeah. He's got like this whole written out plan that I'm just going to skip major details of because the most of them basically involve more fasting and more bathing in <laughs> special waters. So that always gets the Messiah to come. More fasting, more bathing. Yeah. And then they say whichever special magical words for the next higher up manager. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is basically what this story is. Okay. Okay. So just to give you a little spoiler. Yeah. Okay. But because it is difficult, he continued, for one individual to accomplish such a tremendous task, I therefore require your help. The five disciples answered as one with the voice, Holy Rabbi, we are eager to do everything necessary in order to help you in this great work. We know that God, blessed be his name, is with you, and we hope that you will succeed in achieving your goal. So they went out and did some cleansing things and fasting things and got holy and clean, okay? Yeah. The disciples then went about making their preparations with great inner trembling. Their spirits, too, were filled with a sacred flame and longing to accomplish their task. So they bathed and made themselves clean. They put on white raiment and renounced all worldly interest. They preserved their bodies and their thoughts in purity and holiness. They also prepared ample provisions for the long journey. Then it talks about how Rabbi Joseph did some shit, too. So okay. I'm skipping several paragraphs You're that are... bit where he does some shit. He, he did some cleaning shit. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they're all prepping for this journey. Okay. okay. Yeah. Rabbi Joseph also had completed his preparations. Besides food and drink, he also took along with him a writing quill and parchment. Let us go, he said to his disciples, and then they started out on their quest. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. At last they came to Miran Mir- and prayed at the grave of Rabbi Simon ben Yohai, the teacher of all Kabbalists, the author of the Zohar. Remember, that was the lesser of the two books of Kabbalah. Okay, yeah. From last time. Right. Okay? Yeah. They spent three days and three nights there. They neither ate nor slept, but delved into the mysteries of the Zohar and sent up flaming prayers to God. Okay, this Flaming prayers. Yes. Wow. Flaming prayers. This is going to repeat itself often, okay? Okay. Throughout this story. And I'm not going to keep saying it i'm just letting you know when when i say and they did that thing again that's what they're doing okay okay? they're they're praying and saying up sending up flaming prayers flaming prayers okay sorry on the third day when dawn began to break rabbi joseph suddenly ended his vigil and fell asleep oh man this filled that that dreaming and or whatever, all that all that flaming prayer stuff all that flaming prayer stuff this filled his disciples with alarm could it be that the master's spirit was blemished with weakness? Mm. But they held their peace and did not say a word. So he has this dream, okay? Yeah. And um, Rabbi Simon ben Yohai and his son Eleazar came and reproved him during this dream. And they, they tell him, this is dumb. You can't do this. They say, be forewarned. You will fail miserably in your attempt. You know, okay. you're just one man and you're, you know, how sure. dare you? Who do you think you are? And Satan is stronger, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Right. Okay. So then he responds, Almighty God, blessed be his name, knows my pure intention, replied Rabbi Joseph. He knows full well that what I am doing is not for my selfish ends, but for the good of all the Jews and of all mankind. Therefore, he will help me achieve my goal in order that I may sanctify his name 
among all the peoples of earth. The souls then gave their blessing to Rabbi Joseph. Okay. Okay. May God help and keep you wherever you turn, they prayed. Rabbi Joseph awoke and told his disciples what he had dreamed. They then understood that he had fallen asleep by the will of God and that it was not due to weakness of spirit. So then they arose and continued on their way. So this was one of God's Zoom calls via a dream? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Only it wasn't God that he spoke to. It was this other rabbi. Okay. Oh, okay. So he started at the bottom tier of... Um, so wait, he's dream communicating with other rabbis? Yeah. The souls, the souls of these rabbis. Okay. okay? Yeah. And they tried to talk him out of it because they're like, this is impossible, stupid face. Mm. And he was like, no, 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 I have good intentions. So, so they were like, He's got to go through multiple levels to get to yeah. God or something? Yeah, and each time they give him directions on how to reach the next higher level of management. They just, they just want to see if he's, you know. Um, well, no, they're not trying to test him. Like, each person that he goes to is like, dude, you're going to fail. And he's like, no, 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 I have best of intentions. And they're like. You know what? You really do, but I can't help you with this. So talk to my boss, okay. and here's how you reach him. So okay. they just keep but sending. But it is kind of like an interview process. You know, you're going through each, you know, next it layer. It is. It is. Yeah, he does have to keep proving his sincerity right. and his worthiness. Right. So it it is, but they send him on reluctantly. Like they're not eager. They believe his sincerity, but they're not eager because they still believe you are not strong enough. But your sincerity is real, so I will go ahead and pass you sure. to to my boss who might be able to help you. Okay. Okay. So then they came to a forest and blah, 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 and they did more of their fasting and their praying stuff, okay, yeah. and their bathing and whatever. Right. All day long, they delved into the profoundest mysteries of Kabbalah, studied the sacred formulae, calculated gematriot. I don't know how to okay. say that word that? Correctly, but it's basically Kabbalist cryptographs and numerology. Okay. Okay. Sure. And they drew mystic designs of God's ten emanations, which that's a rabbit hole I'm going to have to look up. <laughs> so they did all of this. They kept fasting. They kept bathing and all this stuff. Okay. I just want a copy of this fucking spell book, you know? I know, right? It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty it sounds interesting pretty nifty. To me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, they kept doing this for several days, and they, they fasted, and they barely ate anything every day, just enough to stay alive, okay? Yeah, okay. So, I mean, they're basically starving themselves, practically. Right. Um. So, after so many days, Rabbi Joseph de la Reina then prayed by himself. He invoked all the angels and seraphim to come to his aid. By the power of the Kabbalah, he invoked the, Eli the prophet Elijah. Okay. Remember Elijah? He was the one that uh, had the bears smell the, the boys, right, because he was bald? I don't remember, but I do know that he got um, whirlwinded up to heaven. Wait, I thought that was Samuel. No. Okay. Elijah did go to heaven. Right, but I thought Samuel was the one that was whirlwinded up to heaven. Oh, maybe he was whirlwinded. I don't remember, but Elijah did go up to heaven. Okay. He's in heaven anyways. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And so... Um, I think he also summoned bears to kill their tomorrow the boys. I believe you. So. I believe you. Pretty Somebody sure. did, and it probably was Elijah. What right, surprised yeah. me. Might as well I just remember that there was that whole Elijah and Elisha. And yeah, it was hard to keep it straight because yeah. they were like right next to each other in the Bible. One was like training the other. It was other. definitely either Elijah or Elijah. Yeah. But I thought it was Elijah. Well, I think Elijah was the mentor, and he went up to heaven. Okay. Like, remember, he was like, he went in a... Um, a horse or a carriage. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, 
that was Samuel. I'm almost persons. Are you sure? I'm almost Because I remember sure. Elijah was like, oh, womp womp, you died and left and I didn't get to say bye. Mm. That sucks. I'm almost positive it was them two Are dudes. You? I could be wrong. I don't know. No, no, you were right. It's Elijah. See? Yeah. Told you. I was mm. wrong. You were right. I just remember that, that those two boys, like one was older, one was the mentor, and he like died and the other one was like don't die before i can say goodbye right and right. then he was sad because god took him up yeah so that happened yep so um elijah has come through in a couple of other stories we've read too so apparently he's just like this saint that appears in stories every now and again and it was elisha that got the kids mauled by the bears oh okay so it was okay. elijah that went into the whirlwind and elisha okay that had the kids mauled got it so, got it yeah okay so, anyway, Rabbi Joseph de la Reina went off and prayed by himself. He invoked all the angels and seraphim. By the power of the Kabbalah, he invoked the prophet Elijah to come make his appearance before him. Oh, Elijah, he exhorted, come to me and teach me how I should behave so that I may carry out the plan I have undertaken. No sooner had he finished praying than Elijah appeared. Tell me what it is you wish and I will teach it to you, he promised. Forgive me, holy prophet, for troubling you, Rabbi Joseph replied. For, believe me, it is not for my own glory and not for that of my ancestors, but for the glory of God, blessed be his name, and of his people and of his holy Torah. I believe I deserve your help. Show me the way I can triumph over Satan and his hosts. Show me how I can make holiness triumph over evil and thus bring redemption to all mankind. <laughs> End quote. Okay. Oh, but then Elijah the prophet grew sad. Womp, womp. I wish to warn you, he said, that you have taken upon yourself a task that no human being can accomplish. Right. I told you this happens every time. Yeah. In order to vanquish Satan and his demons, you and your disciples must become holier and purer than you are. They're already pretty holy and pure. Yeah, it's those you know? flaming prayers. They got, yeah. they got flaming prayers. I might say that to triumph over Satan, you will have to become like the very angels. Your aim, of course, is an exalted one, and should you succeed, you will be the happiest man on earth, for you will have brought redemption to the whole world. Nevertheless, I warn you that you are attempting something beyond your human strength. Take my advice. Abandon your plan. Thereupon, Rabbi Joseph began to weep. Well, well, no, don't say I can't do it. Dear prophet of God, he ble pleaded. I said bleated. <laughs> he was bleating. <laughs> Like a little lamb. <laughs> How can I give up what I have started? Do not abandon me now. It is too late for me to turn back. I have sworn before God that I will not rest until I have driven Satan from the earth and have brought Messiah, the Redeemer of the Jewish people and of all the peoples. I will not rest until I have restored the Shekinah to the glory it possessed when the temple still stood in Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> For these ends, I am eager to sacrifice my life. Know that I will not let you go until you help me and show me the right path to follow and the right course to take. Okay. As the prophet Elijah looked upon Rabbi Joseph de la Reina, he was filled with a great compassion for him. Okay. Oh, you cried good, young yeah. man. Right. Dry your tears, dear son, he said. I will help you in whatever way I can to fulfill your task. And then he proceeds to give him like all these instructions of more fasting and more bathing okay? okay yeah okay so i'm gonna skip all those paragraphs and he says after that the mighty angel sandalphon so that's his 
next guy up the chain. You guys got to talk to um, the mighty angel Sandalphon, okay? So you do all these things, and here's some, you know, magic code words or what the fuck ever. Yeah. And um, after that, the mighty angel Sandalphon will reveal himself to you. You must then ask him what you should do in order to drive the spirit of evil from the world. If you do as I bid, and provided almighty God wills it so, then you will be able to bring the redemption for all the world. After having blessed Rabbi Joseph and his disciples, the prophet Elijah vanished. Boom. Yeah, the whirlwind, right? Where he went up. Yeah, boom, he's gone. Right, yeah. And Rabbi Joseph de la Reina and his five disciples did all that the prophet Elijah had told them. When their fasting vigils, prayers, and austerities were over, a terrifying tumult arose in heaven. Mm. The angel Sandalphon, with his host of seraphims, swept down upon the earth amidst a whirlwind and with a pillar of flame before them. So then the guys were scared and they were like, (laughs) this angel is scary because he's big and angel-y. Yeah. Thus far, he's not really talked to angels. You know, he's talked to um, some rabbi and then he talked to um, a saint, basically. And now he's talking to an angel. Okay. He's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Okay. The angel Sandalphon now spoke and his voice sounded like the low muttering of thunder. Oh, sinful mortals, where did you get the strength and the insolence to cause such a turmoil in all the seven heavens? How dare you trouble me and the hosts of heaven to descend to the sinful earth? You know, because earth is gross, gross. Right, right. I bid you desist from this madness. So great was the terror of Rabbi Joseph that he lost the power of speech. But, you know, that didn't last long. Anyways, next sentence. Finally, he fortified (laughs) his spirit and replied, Holy angel Sandalphon, believe me, I have not done this for my glory, but for the glory of the creator, blessed be his name, for the glory of the holy Torah, for the glory of the grandchildren of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Forgive me my insolence, for I could not help myself. Couldn't, yeah. Couldn't. I could no longer look on the suffering of my people in exile. I could no longer stand by watching our enemies trampling us underfoot in the dust. My only aim is to drive away the impure demons who defile the world, who dim the holy flame of our faith. I wish to return the Shekinah to the ancient luster it had when the temple still stood in Jerusalem. Let God be my witness that my intention is pure and my course upright. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Therefore, O oh holy angel, I beg you to help me. Show me the right path. Teach me the right course so that I can bring the Messiah, the Redeemer, down on earth. The angel Sandalphon was filled with compassion. Well, that's good. And at least he, it wasn't like, you know, wrath and you right? know, murderous intent. I mean, honestly, even if he was filled with compassion, he should have just been like, I mean, it's a good idea, but no. Right. right? Yeah. But no, he's weak. They're all weak. <laughs> I I, I kind of hate them all, honestly. So he was filled with compassion as he looked upon Rabbi Joseph de la Reina. May God be with you until you reach your goal, he cried. Rest assured that all the angels in heaven are in agreement that the Messiah should come and bring the redemption for the Jewish people who suffer in exile. Yet, I must warn you that you have undertaken a very difficult task. For Satan and the demons have untold power. Mm. Even we, the angels, cannot vanquish them. That's not saying a lot for God's side there. No. Well, the next sentence, only if God himself stands by will you be able to achieve your aim. Right. But why would why would God let Satan have that much power over evil and bad, bad shit where the angels can't even fight him? Because they're not meant to. Okay. 
humans are supposed to work their own shit out. Against fucking supernatural beings? Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. All right. But how can you expect God to support you unless he believes that the right time has come for the Messiah? I think that's a fair question. Right. Like, yeah. Again, whom's to the fuck do you think thou art? Right. Again, I must warn you, your path is full of folly. Should you fail, you might make matters even worse. You might hand the victory to Satan and he will become more arrogant and do greater evil than hitherto to mankind. That's Boy, a, don't let there be any pressure here, you know? Right. Well, I mean, he's saying, Fuck it up like, and Satan's going to win the... I don't think this is a good idea. Who the fuck do you think you are? But right. still, you know... Yep. Okay, I guess if you want to try. Right. Rabbi Joseph heart, Joseph's heart overflowed with bitterness. That's not very holy. Yeah. Alas, even the mighty angel Sandalphon would not help him. In the meantime, the five disciples lay prostrate This is like somebody that's on hold for uh, customer service. Mm-hmm. Like, God damn it, how many fucking people do I got to go that's through? That's what I said. He keeps getting passed on to the next <laughs> manager in the line. So anyway, the five disciples were laying on the ground, their faces hidden in terror. Rise up, rise up, cried Rabbi Joseph. Unite with me in prayer. Perhaps all together we will be able to soften the hearts of the angels and they will agree to help us in our great work. Once again, Rabbi Joseph de la Reina pleaded with the angel Sandalphon, Help me, show me the right way. Sadly, the angel Sandalphon replied, If I have come to you, it is because you forced me by pronouncing the ineffable name. But alas, I cannot help you. I myself do not know the means by which you can triumph over Satan and the demons. My one duty is to, he said duty again, is to guard the way along which the prayers of the righteous mount to heaven and to bring them before the throne of God. I have no power over Satan and do not know whether I can pit my strength against his. However, see, weak, if you are so desperately determined to achieve your goal, you must call upon the angel Metatron and his hosts. Metatron. You familiar with that one? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's in Supernatural. Yeah. Right. He was the God's scribe speaker voice. Yeah. The scribe of God and his speaker. They have been assigned by God. Metatron and his hosts have been assigned by God to prevent Satan from growing stronger. Yet, I doubt very much you will be able to bring this great angel down to you. He resides in the seventh heaven right next to the heavenly throne. Therefore, not every prayer can penetrate up to him. See, some prayers are stronger than others and only some get through. Right. All of the heavens. Yeah. Even should he hear you, I doubt whether you and your disciples will be able to survive the terror of his presence. Know that he appears as a pillar of fire and that his face is more dazzling than the sun. Therefore, I beg of you, abandon your plan, for it is madness, I tell you. Okay. Still, Rabbi Joseph would not submit. I know, said he brokenly, that I am weak and insignificant. I know that it is impudence on my part to dare talk with angels and to contradict them. But I hope that the ruler of the world, reading my heart, will not spurn my prayer and will aid me in the work that I have undertaken. Oh, angel of the world, help me. Tell me how I can bring the angel Metatron down to earth. Right. Since you insist, replied the angel Sandalphon, you and your disciples must do the following. And he gives a bunch of instructions. And they mostly involve everything that we've already mentioned, which is 
lots of prayers with more special words and more starving, fasting, bathing, all that stuff. Okay. Okay. Yep. Then followed by his Bye. host. Whoa, Whoa, what did you sorry, do? Sorry, that was, uh, we were having some voice issues on Discord, so oh, no. I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. Womp womp. Yeah. That sucks. It does. It does. Shall I continue yeah, with no, my no, story? Yeah, no, no, continue on because we're okay. in the middle of this. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he gave all those instructions and then he, followed by his hosts of angels, he mounted to heaven in a whirlwind. Bay, bitch. <laughs> the stubbornness of Rabbi Joseph Della Reina aroused all the angels in heaven. Nothing was spoken of but his daring attempt to bring the Messiah down to earth. So the angels are all a flutter, okay? Okay. <laughs> That's it. They're all a flutter. That's funny. <laughs> the Messiah himself was hopeful that soon he would have to descend on his white horse to the children of man. Oh. So Messiah's up there watching and he's like, Is it my turn yet? Do I get to go now? <laughs> Even his horse began to chafe and paw, eager to be led out of the heavenly stable. Also... The prophet Elijah took out his great shofar and began to practice on it. Okay. For he would be the one to announce the coming of the Messiah with a mighty blast. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's up there like doo -doo 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 -doo, playing <laughs> around with his little tootie horn. Yep. And and the Messiah's like, I get to go now. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> when Satan got wind of the news, he trembled at the danger that was threatening him as well he should. Right. At the time when all the angels and seraphim in heaven were rejoicing, he sat gnashing his teeth in the bottommost regions of the lowest Gehenna. He then took counsel with his wife Lilith, oh. who upbraided him for doing nothing while their very existence was being threatened. I still want to learn more about Lilith. That's one of the many rabbit holes I want to go down. Yeah, no, definitely. Thereupon, Satan hurried off to press his complaints before God. The angels are playing me a trick, he cried. He's whining to God. It's not fair. They're trying to beat me. Yeah. Like, that's the silliest thing I've ever heard. God, the good guys are trying to beat me just because I'm the bad guy. <laughs> They wish to make an end of me before my time has comes. Come, Satan continued. How, O oh Lord, can Messiah come when there are so many sinners among the Jews? As for the stubborn fool Joseph de la Reina... Give me permission to do with him what is just. Mm, okay. But God denied him his request for the prayers that Rabbi Joseph and his disciples had intoned, their days and nights of fasting, their sacred reflection and austerities stood around them like a fortified wall. Oh, they're so holy. <laughs> Therefore, Satan had no power over them. You have no power here. Yeah. That's what Glinda told the Wicked Witch of the West. And that is also what Sarah told Jareth in Labyrinth. You have no power over me. Gotcha. Yeah. Yet Satan could not be silenced. God told him that although his arguments were just, it still lay within God's power to hasten the redemption, even before the appointed day, if he but wished it. Okay. So God's like, I can do it if I want. I, I can. I might not. You make a good argument, Satan, Pooh. Right. But... I'll be the deciding factor in this. Okay. So stand down. Yeah. Moreover, continued the Lord, if the Jews possessed such a saint as Rabbi Joseph de la Reina, they were indeed worthy of the Messiah's quick coming. However, added God, and here is a linchpin. Ready? Yeah. Should Joseph de la Reina stray from righteousness by even the thickness of a hair, I will give you the power to bring his plan to naught. 
So what do you think happens? Um, I don't know okay. what happens. He's telling Satan, if Joseph De La Reina fucks up even the slightest, yeah, then he's yours. Okay. He's going to fuck up. Right. Like, you know this, right? Yeah. Obviously, the Messiah hasn't come. Right. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure you're following. Right, right. Okay. When Rabbi Joseph De La Reina told his disciples what the angel Sandalphon had counseled him to do, they answered with one voice, we will do whatever you require of us. So then they did more fasting, more bathing, more beating themselves over the back with sticks and all kinds of shit. Right, okay? right. Okay. They prayed that God might give them the necessary strength to survive the terror of the fiery presence of the angel Metatron and of his angelic host. Finally, Rabbi Joseph pronounced the ineffable name of God formed of 72 letters. Could you imagine wow. if your name was 72 that letters long? That is fucking long? stupid. <laughs> That's not what I expected you to say. <laughs> That's a long name. That's, That's a really long name, yeah. 72 letters. Like I mean, the alphabet's what? only 26 letters, so right? I mean, you're talking like three alphabets here. Three alphabets in right. name. Yeah, right. that's, that's crap. Thereupon, the earth became convulsed and trembled. Lightning and thunder rent the heavens and a whirlwind came. They are very fond of their whirlwinds. Yeah. Rabbi Joseph and his disciples stood firm, clasping hands in the mystic circle. They smelled strong spices to fortify their spirits and intoned prayers. <laughs> okay, so they had to pray special magic words. They had numbers and codes, and they had to draw little sigils and shit, and they had to smell spices. Gotcha. Okay? Yeah. Oh, sinful man. Oh, wait. The angel Metatron appeared, surrounded by his host of angels and seraphim. And then he said, O sinful man, O puny creature of flesh and blood, wretched as a worm, how dare you storm the heavens with your prayers and oblige the angels to come to earth. <laughs> Rabbi Joseph and his students were filled with terror, as well they should be. Summoning up all his courage, Rabbi Joseph spoke at last. Holy angels, help me! Give me the strength to talk to you. Yeah. The angel Metatron then drew near and touched Rabbi Joseph. Where'd he touch him? Whereupon he lost all fear and spoke. Believe me, I have no evil intention. All I want is to bring the Messiah in order to end the exile of the Jewish people. Therefore, teach me how to vanquish Satan and his evil power. The angel Metatron became stern. Foolish man, he cried. All your efforts are in vain. Know that Satan is all-powerful. He is fortified by a great wall of the sins of the Jewish people. How can you expect to break through where others have failed? Only when God wills that the Messiah should come, will he come. Therefore, abandon your plan. Plan, plan. <laughs> but Rabbi Joseph was stubborn. Almighty God has helped me thus far, and I've remained among the living. He said, therefore, I will not turn back. Not going to do it. No, no. When the angel Metatron saw that Rabbi Joseph could not be moved in his determination, he was filled with compassion for him. All these people keep having compassion for this rabbi. Yeah. He then advised him what to do. He revealed to him, listen to this, all the mystic formulae, all the incantations, and the ineffable name. Okay. With their aid, he said, Rabbi Joseph would succeed in capturing Satan and Lilith and thus drive all evil from the world. With that accomplished, the Messiah would surely come. Has the Messiah surely come, though? Um, no. 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 Yeah. So, do you think it works? No. 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 Considering there's no Jewish Messiah other than Jesus. 
which is go with the, now. the Christian Messiah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He also had him engrave on a metal plate the ineffable name and taught him how to use it. He warned him especially to guard himself against the weakness of pity toward evil. You know, they keep having pity for um, Joseph de la Reina, but they're telling him, don't you have pity for evil? Don't you show him the compassion that we've shown you? Okay. Okay. Yep. Under no circumstances was he to give them any food or any spices to smell. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Stupid. Don't do it. Okay. If he did, all his efforts would be wasted. So what do you think happens? All his efforts are wasted. What do you think he does? Um, He probably, like, puts his head in the dirt and puts on a burlap sack. No. No? He was literally just instructed, don't give those fuckers any food. Don't let them smell any spices. Right. Okay. Yeah, so. So he probably does one of those Right, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. He would thus only expose himself to the revenge of Satan if he does those. When the angel Metatron and his host had departed, Rabbi Joseph and his disciples began making preparations for their battle with the evil one. Okay, so we're coming up on the end here. Okay, Okay? yeah. So they go and they walk and they walk and they come across all these different things. They come across wild dog. Boom, those are demons. They come up to a snow-capped mountain that pierces heaven but guess what What? it's fake it's not real so it disappears when they use their magic words or whatever they come to a turbulent sea but guess what it's also not real they use more magic words and it's gone got it so satan keeps throwing up all these things that try to stop them yeah okay okay further on they found the way obstructed by an iron wall which Hmm. reached to the sky behind it stood Satan. Oh my. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Lying in wait for them. <laughs> Rabbi Joseph took a knife on which was engraved one of the mystic names of God, and with it he ripped the wall asunder. Oh man. They then ascended a towering mountaintop from the top of which they heard the loud barking of dogs. When they finally reached the summit, Rabbi Joseph saw a hut as he tried to enter. Two frighteningly big dogs sprang at his throat. Joseph. Rabbi Joseph recognized them to be Satan and Lilith. Let me try that all again. Okay. Rabbi Joseph recognized them to be Satan and Lilith. Okay. So he quickly raised before them the metal plate with the ineffable name engraved upon it. Wow. Thereupon, they lost their evil power and slunk away. Mm, okay. The five disciples then bound the dogs with ropes on which were tied little metal amulets engraved with the mystic names of God. Wow. All those names. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Immediately the dogs were transformed. They took on the appearance of humans, except that they had wings and fiery eyes. And that's where the show Supernatural took its demons. Got it. <laughs> images yeah. from. Right. Do give us something to eat, they whined. But Rabbi Joseph recalled the angel Metatron's warning against falling prey to the weakness of pity towards evil. So he gave them no food. Rabbi Joseph and his disciples were now filled with indescribable bliss. At last, at last, they had succeeded in capturing Satan and Lilith. Now they would be able to bring Messiah down to earth. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> Party! Right? Let us hurry and patiently cried Rabbi Joseph de la Reina to his disciples. We are already nearing our goal. Soon the gates of heaven will open wide for us. And the Holy Messiah will come forth to welcome us. All right. All this time, Satan and Lilith were moaning in heartbreaking voices. Ah, help us. Give us something to eat. Ah, we've only been locked up for two seconds, but we're dying of hunger. (laughs) Ah. 
Still, Rabbi Joseph de la Reina hardened his heart against them. When they saw that they could not swerve him, Satan and Lilith asked wheedlingly, At least give us a smell of your spices or we perish. We've only been locked up for like a minute, 30 seconds now. Right. Please. Now, Rabbi Joseph was a compassionate man. He could not endure the sight of suffering and man or beast or the fucking devil and his, you know, bitch whore wife. (laughs) Having triumphed over Satan and Lilith, he thought he could now safely show a small measure of magnanimity toward them. I think he was stupid. He was warned not to do it, but he's about to do it. Yeah. I just want to punch him in the face so bad. Right. He therefore gave them some of the strong spices to smell. Right. Even though he was clearly instructed not to. Yeah, that's dumb. He was specifically told if you do either of these things, you will be fucked. So don't do it. (laughs) Immediately, tongues of searing flame shot from their nostrils. All their former strength returned to them. The Satan and Lilith. Yeah, yeah. They tore away their bonds and summoned to their aid hosts of shrieking demons and devils. Two of the disciples instantly died of terror. That's what would happen to me. Wow. And I would be pissed, too. I would haunt his ass and be like, motherfucker. Like, we stood by you and followed you all this way and did everything just for you to, like, at the last minute, specifically disobey. Right. The fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Okay, so two of them died instantly of terror. Two of them went out of their minds and wandered away. Only Joseph Rabbi, Joseph Rabbi, Rabbi Joseph and one disciple remained. A terrible wailing was now heard in heaven. Ah! And the angels went into mourning. Womp, womp. The Messiah wept. <laughs> and led his white horse back into its heavenly stall. Also, the prophet Elijah grieved. <laughs> and hid the great chauffeur of the redemption. <laughs> then the voice of the Almighty sounded. Oh, I love this. This is my favorite. Pay heed, O Joseph de la Reina. No human has the power to end the exile. I alone, God, will hasten the redemption of the Jewish people when the right time comes, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. That was the shittiest ending to a story that ever happened. Right. Because the end. Okay. Okay, there's two more little stories. I'll just tell you what happens in them real quick. Messiah Comes to Town is like a little paragraph about how um, Rabbi Elijah is uh, walking and um, he's like basically a hitchhiker and some guy like picks him up and is like, here, you drive. I'm going to hop in the back and sleep. And so when he goes through town, the town people are like, oh, shit, Elijah's in rags and he's pulling or, you know, riding this carriage over here. And who else could he be carrying behind him but the Messiah? Right. <laughs> and that's that story. OK, yeah. the next one is the, the only other one. Like I said, this section only has three stories. This one is why the Messiah doesn't come. Here's here's what it is. And I've heard this story before, and I didn't know it was a Jewish fairy tale. So there was this poor man, and his family is starving, and it's the Sabbath or whatever. And he's like, oh, shit, I don't have anything to feed my family on the Sabbath. This is terrible. So his wife is like, go looking around town. Maybe you'll find some money or food or whatever. So he does. And then uh, the Messiah comes upon him because you know the messiah is apparently just walking around the planet as you do and he's like oh hey you're poor here's a little sack if you like say sack sack on my back swallow people whole then it'll do it also um you know if you just tell it um 
to give you things. Things will come out of it. So, you know, it's great. Here's your sack. Bye. Right, right. Okay, so the guy, like, you know, his whole family gets rich and, you know, they get out of touch as the rich do. And so on his deathbed, he's like, bring me my sack. Bring me my fucking sack. And so his sons bring, or his wife, or somebody, anyway, who cares, bring him the sack, right? Yeah. And so then um, the angel of death comes, and the guy's like, nope, I'm not ready to die. Sack, sack, bury, uh, swallow the fucking angel of death. And he swallows the angel of death. And then um, a couple of rabbis or whatever, I don't know, some some magical heaven angels and people come. And each time he's like, nope, get in the sack. And so the sack swallows them. And finally the Messiah comes. The Messiah is about to be like, Hey, when I gave you that sack, like that was not, you know, you're fucked up. You're doing it wrong. Stop. Right. But he doesn't get a chance to finish his sentence because the guy doesn't recognize him as the Messiah. And he's like, God damn it. All these people are fucking getting mad and yelling at me. Sack, sack, swallow this motherfucker. And that's why the Messiah hasn't come. The end. <laughs> <laughs> so that is our section on the Messiah and... Um, the next time we talk about this, we'll still be in miracles, but we will be talking about skeptics and scoffers. Okay. Which I'm a little excited about, if I'm Sounds being honest. Sounds great. Yeah. 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 So, um, hope you enjoyed this and hope that you get the book and read along with me so that you could tell me that you hate the way I summarized it. And then I can say, well, then you read it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was our Sacrilegious Book Club. Sacrilegious Book Club. And I'm going to get our weekly replay out here in a little bit. And then um, we'll be back tomorrow morning with... Uh, Job, chapter 41. Sounds great. All right. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.